This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the FBI is getting a new leader to take on insider threats. The Defense Department mobilizes resources to help in Hawaii. And the saga of the CIO SP4 contract continues. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Air Force taps a familiar face to be its new lead technology executive. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the scoop. Venice Goodwine is the Air Force's new chief information officer as of August 13th. Goodwine takes over for Lauren Knausenberger, who departed in June after more than two years in the role. Goodwine has been the director of enterprise IT for the Air Force since June 2021 and was previously a senior cybersecurity advisor for the service. She now oversees a $17 billion portfolio, leads 10,000 civilian cyber and IT personnel, and another 20,000 cyber operations and support personnel around the world. The Air Force requested an IT and cybersecurity budget for fiscal 2024 of roughly $10.2 billion. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A top cyber official calls for agencies to focus on key security practices in the wake of recent hacks. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. Federal Chief Information Security Officer Chris Derusha says multi-factor authentication needs to be a major priority for agencies. A recent Cyber Safety Review Board report on the Lapsus attacks found the hacking group was able to take advantage of text message-based MFA as well as stolen online credentials. Jerusha says older authentication practices need to be phased out. It's driving without seatbelts. We've got to move with alacrity towards phishing-resistant MFA. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. As deadly wildfires consume parts of Maui, destroying more than 2,000 homes, the Defense Department mobilized its resources to both combat the fires and attempt to save lives. The department activated National Guard troops to work alongside active duty service members. Additionally, military helicopters helped with firefighting efforts, and the Coast Guard conducted search and rescue missions for those who had plunged into the ocean to avoid the fire. Guardsmen are also working with the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency and local law enforcement to help local residents. Congress gave the IRS more funding to boost its staffing levels, and it's doing exactly that. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. The IRS workforce is close to reaching 90,000 full-time employees, a staffing level the agency hasn't seen in more than a decade. The IRS is making these hires under the Inflation Reduction Act, which gives the agency $60 billion to rebuild its workforce and upgrade its legacy IT over the next decade. IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel says the agency is also looking to go after wealthy tax cheats and protect taxpayers from scams. We've proved that the question shouldn't be, can the IRS improve? The question should be, can the IRS continue to improve? Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Pathways program, designed to bring young talent into government, will soon get a refresh. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. New proposed regulations from the Office of Personnel Management look to expand eligibility for the recent graduates' Pathways program. Once finalized, more individuals who don't have a college degree would be able to apply. OPM is also proposing to give agencies more flexibility in converting Pathways participants into full-time roles. 
OPM says the current pathways regulations, now more than a decade old, no longer reflect the government's goals of moving towards skills-based hiring. The proposed regulations will be open to public comment for 45 days, and OPM plans to implement the changes next summer. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The saga of the CIO SP4 contract continues with yet another protest filed by an unsuccessful bidder. This time, Inserso Corporation filed a complaint with the Court of Federal Claims in late July. The company says NITAC improperly excluded it from phase two of the bidding process by not giving it enough credit for past performance. The case is set to be heard before the Court of Federal Claims in mid-October. NITAC has now faced more than 350 protests surrounding CIO SP4, the $50 billion IT services government-wide acquisition contract. The FBI is getting a new leader to take on insider threats. Janine DiGiuseppe has been named the assistant director of the Insider Threat Office at FBI headquarters. She was most recently the special agent in charge of the Albany Field Office in New York. An Air Force veteran, DiGiuseppe joined the FBI as a special agent in 1999. She served in a range of positions throughout the Bureau, including assistant legal attache in Baghdad, assistant chief of the Eastern Hemisphere Section for Transnational Organized Crime, and chief of the Training Division's Curriculum Management Section. The Veterans Health Administration is looking to exceed its year-end hiring goals in a year where the agency already broke records to grow its workforce. Undersecretary for Health Sharif Elnahal says the VHA surpassed 400,000 employees for the first time ever. There has never been a period of time in VA history where the healthcare system has had this many employees. That 400,000 threshold is a first. VHA set a goal of growing its workforce by 3% this fiscal year, but the agency is already seeing a 5.5% rate of workforce growth and may actually double its goal by September 30th. The Defense Health Agency will take corrective action in an ongoing protest of its contract for IT services. The agency awarded six companies the $2.4 billion 10-year contract in July. The companies would provide IT support to DHA medical treatment facilities worldwide. ExcelGov filed a protest with the Court of Federal Claims in mid-July. The protest said DHA did not establish a competitive range and conduct discussions or evaluate proposal changes. In DHA's notice of corrective action, it agreed to reconsider potential offerors and conduct discussions with the bidders. Agency human capital shops have one year to recode all of their program and project management positions, That deadline comes after the Office of Personnel Management announced that it's refreshing the skills and competency standards for federal program and project managers. OPM says the four new position codes, along with the existing occupational series, should help with better educating, recruiting, training, developing, and retaining employees in that management field. The memo stems from the 2016 Program Management Improvement Accountability Act, which required OPM to update the project and program workforce guidance. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, August 16, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.